Hi guys and welcome along to a new show. Hope you're all doing fine with this um, pandemic going on. It's certainly kicked everything into touch. Um, up until last week I was still working so I wasn't actually affected that much by it. But as from Monday of this week I've been put on furlough so means like everyone else I'm in lockdown no going out or very little um, I did get some shooting done before the lockdown came about I managed to get some digital shots of some places that were closed with signs up and whatnot and the other day I had to go around to my local pharmacy and um, while I was in there, I asked one of the pharmacists if it was all right to take his picture because he was all masked up with a gown on and gloves and everything else because um, obviously they're on the front line and he was okay with that. So I took an image of him and they're all up on my flaneur with the camera Instagram um, site. So, yeah, if you want to take a look at them, they're there at the moment. But yeah, since then, uh, like everyone else, we've been in lockdown, not really going out much, so no photography. Been doing some live Instagram videos. I've done a couple of them, um, I think last week, and just chatting about some of the books that I've got, you know, photography books and stuff like that, and some of the zines that I've collected over the years. And then I've done another one just to um, chat to a couple of other people online. The community has really pulled together, though, um, in this time of... Well, what to call it? I don't know. It's a very strange time. Pandemic that's going on. Um, other than the normal Facebook groups that... Um, most of us are probably members of. There have been a few Instagram groups popped up where people are just in chatting. And also there's been quite a few meetings, uh, video online conference calls that have been going on as well. Um, I've joined a couple that Bill Manning run. Uh, he had one with a uh, photographer... I didn't know and then there was also one he done with um, Lena Bessanova who's quite a good darkroom printer photographer and that was quite interesting I've also joined a couple that have been run by a couple of groups from the Instagram groups that I'm a member of and also I did one the other day where a few of us jumped online as well just so we've got something to chat, well, to some people to chat to and something to chat about other than just with their partners indoors. Because um, I don't know about you, but my partner is not very interested in photography, so she doesn't tend to um, hold conversations with me about them. So, yeah, that's what's been going on with my part of the lockdown. I managed to finish off a roll of 120 that I was still shooting for the 
project box camera I managed to get that done and images from that I was shooting with the Brownie Twin 20 and to be honest it, it wasn't the best camera in the world it's um 6x6 six six square so uh, it's, it, I'm not a great fan of a 6x6 six six format anyway which I think I've mentioned before and um but I just found that with this particular camera, um, everything seemed to be very, very, I wouldn't even say soft, I'd, I'd just say blurred, um, struggled. I think the shutter speed is, or the shutter is actually, there's a fault with the shutter that it's not, um, it's not as fast as it should be. Because, like I say, it very rarely got a decent image from that particular camera. Um, so I, I guess I won't, well, I don't think I'll be using it again for April, which is um, in a couple of days' time, I think. I'll be shooting with the Kodak Duraflex, which is basically, it's another 620 um, spool camera. Uh, again, it's uh, 9x6 images, so only 8 images off of that. But this one looks to shoot quite well the shutter seems to be firing reasonably well it's got a nice big um viewfinder the only problem is with it, it because where the viewfinder is it's only in portrait mode you can't unlike some of the other box cameras where you could put it in landscape mode and you still had the a viewfinder on the side this one hasn't got that so shooting landscape might be a bit difficult a case of just turning the camera 90 degrees and um, firing away. On this one, there is absolutely nothing other than the shutter speed. There's no zone focusing switches on this one. And at present, I've got a roll of Lomo 800 colour in there. So it'll be interesting to see how well that works. But then again, it's finding subjects to shoot. I'm not the greatest person for shooting indoors with macro and stuff like that and still life they're not the sort of um, images I like to shoot I like to be out shooting people and places even if it's only just buildings but yeah so April could be an interesting month of possibly getting something while I'm out on my daily exercise walk um, like I say I don't really know yet and uh, yeah so Really, that's what I've been up to. I guess most people have been in their lockdown, so they're not doing too much shooting, or if they are, they're only shooting what they can at home. If you are on lockdown or self-isolating or just stuck indoors, keep an eye out for some of these um, video conference meetings that, that are going up. People are posting about when and where they will be. Um, you know, and it's good to just jump in and some of them run for an hour. I know some have run much longer, but it is good to just jump in and have a chat with some of the other photographers that are on there. So far, the groups that I've been on have only been quite small. So they've been sort of, I don't know, five to eight people. So, you know, you can have a, a reasonable chat and a bit of fun, a bit of joking about um, and in a way, it's a good way of, and a new way of people connecting together instead of just through 
you know, the groups leaving messages and stuff. So, yeah, if you do see them, um, you know, make a note of the time and whatnot and jump in on them. Some of them you have to download a little bit of software, but it's all quite standard and quite easily done. Um, I was thinking that I, I've got a couple of recordings that I did on the live Instagram that I'd done. Done. Did. Yeah, did. And... um I was thinking of tagging them on to, or at least one of them onto the end of here. I'm not sure how well it, it, it'll go in audio format because obviously it was a live video and I was showing images to people through the live video. But it might be worth just tagging it onto this and uh, letting people have a listen to it. Obviously, this seems to have going to be going on for quite a while so I think we need to find ways of um, amusing ourselves and not letting the boredom set in I'm, I'm still sticking to a, a, a normal routine so I'm still up early in the morning but sort of get up and then it's like what shall I do with myself reading some more um, a lot more books and yeah that that's really about it trying to stay away from getting sucked into Netflix and the like because I think you could end up wasting a whole day just watching Netflix pictures and I think if we've got this downtime it would be more beneficial to actually learn something new or you know maybe master something maybe not master it but you know start to learn it we know it's sort of the old adage is it takes 10,000 hours to become proficient at something. So maybe with this, you've got your 10,000 hours to actually learn something new. For me, it would be nice to learn some sort of new photography technique. But um, it's not really practical at the moment because obviously I've only got the gear that I've got, which is mainly 35 mil and 120 um, no dark rooms or anything like that. So, I a while ago, well, quite a while ago, I was learning guitar, and I kind of let that slip a little bit. So, I've kind of started um, practicing again, and um, it's taking it's taking a bit to get my fingers used to it and getting my fingers and hand used to being around the neck of a guitar again. I've also had a ukulele knocking about the house for oh, about a year, which I was intending on learning, but again, that went by the wayside. So I'm going to give that a go as well. Um, the one I've got is a little concert ukulele, so it's quite small and I've got quite big hands, so it is a bit difficult getting my fingers to get on the strings and also inside the frets but yeah it's something to do other than just watching tv or netflix or whatever it is and um if we're going to have all this downtime we might as well make good use of it and learn something new be it photography or music or anything like that so yeah it'd be nice to come out of this or come out the other side of this saying that yeah, you just haven't wasted all them days and weeks that you've been in 
lockdown or isolation and not learn anything you know even if it's i don't know another language anything you know you need to come out of this and also i think for your sanity you need to be doing stuff than just sitting around the house even start a podcast you know if i can do it anyone can i did say a bit earlier on that i'd done some instagram videos and i was debating whether to tag them onto this podcast or not i'm going to add them on at the end um the first one is just a it was just basically a test to see how well it worked so i'm not 100 percent sure what was actually on it but it was i don't think it was that long maybe 10 minutes or so but the second one was a review of some of the books and zines that I've got. And obviously I'm talking about images that people could see on the video and also that um, that I was showing. So it might be a little bit um, disconcerting because obviously you, you won't be able to see the pictures. But like I say, I'm going to tag it on and hope you enjoy it. Anyway... I'd like to say thanks for listening, for the people that are listening, and um, stay safe, stay indoors, stay home, unless you have to go to work. You know, if you're a key worker or someone who works in the medical profession, you know, be safe, and thanks for everything you're doing for us all at the moment. You can contact me through Instagram on Flanure with a Camera or on the Streets Podcast. Um, you can get in touch via the Anchor app. You can leave a voice message if anyone would like to do that. Then you might get played on this podcast. Or you can email me at onthestreetspodcast at gmail.com. That is a new email address that I've now set up instead of the other one. I think this one be more um, useful. Thanks for listening again. And like I say... Be safe, be positive, and hopefully we'll get through the other side of this and um, we'll still be able to get out and take images. So, thanks again, and bye for now. Hi guys, I thought I'd try something a little bit different. Um, Yeah, so Instagram Live. Don't know how this is going to work. But I'm also recording it. That's why I'm looking over here, just checking my recorder. Um, that, uh, yeah, I'm also recording it, and I'll probably put it on the podcast. But, um, yeah, just wondering how everyone's doing with this uh, lockdown, or are you in lockdown? At present, I'm not. I'm still kind of working, and uh, still out and about. Although, to be honest, I live in a bit of a bubble. I see Matt Love's cameras has joined. Hello, Matt. And Ted Smith. Hi, Ted. Um, Yeah, I live in a bit of a bubble, so it's kind of get into my car, drive to work, get out of work, stuck in the factory for eight hours with six other people, and then drive home again. Um, So, at present, we're still kind of working. Although I was told on um, Tuesday that I was going to be laid off. Good day, Matt. 
Then Wednesday, I was told there was a big job coming in, so we were going to be working three days a week. And now the government apparently are going to pay 80% of um, our wages. So I'm waiting to see now whether I'm back on a full week. But, yeah, anyway, on to the photography stuff. Um, got a couple of rolls of film to develop. Got This is a 120 rolled on a 620 spool, which I finished off yesterday. This is for the um, box camera project that Neil Piper's doing. That's that one. And then I've got a, a roll of Lomography 400 that's come out of one of their instant cameras. I'm not sure what it is, but I've got a feeling it's Lady Grey. So I'll probably get around to developing those at some point today. Because um, not much going on today. Go out, do a bit of shopping later on, if there's anything in the shops. Which is, um, yeah, not too good at the moment. Because it seems to be people are just panic buying. Um, we're being told there's plenty of food, but every time you go to the shops, they're empty. Um, I'll show you a couple of cameras I've been shooting with. So, for um, February I shot with this. This is the uh, Cornet Super Flash, which is a 120 camera. Um, first roll didn't go so well, but second roll worked out pretty fine. And um, I think Neil's been posting some of the pictures up on the blog and also on the Instagram site. And for... March, I was shooting with this, which is a brownie twin. Uh, was it brownie twin 20, which is a 620 camera, um, which is what that roll's come out of. Um, I've developed one so far out of this, came out okay, a few light leaks, but I think I ended up with a fat roll on that one. Um, so, yeah, just wait and see what happens with the new one. So, that's that one for. March and then for April, if we're still able to get out, it'll be um, this one, the Duraflex. Yeah, Matt, it's too few finders. There's um, one where you can just look through, you know, normally your eye, and then there's also like the oh, a waist level um, viewfinder as well. The waist level viewfinder is quite tiny, um, and it has got uh, outer markings for the six by six square. Um, it's not the greatest viewfinder to look through, but it's okay. And then obviously with the Duraflex, I've got the, this has got a massive viewfinder at the top, which looks quite good. I think you can see near yeah, my desk or something. But yeah, so and that's the 620 as well. But at the moment I'm out of 120 film, so I need to get some and uh, re-roll it. So we'll wait and see what happens with that. Um, what else been up to? much I've done um I know I've talked about a couple of times on the pod about doing um a zine and I've been working on this ghost signs project um I noticed Mixum you could send away to them to get um it's not exactly a proof copy but it was like a 16 page um proof I guess and um Yeah, I've never shot the Lady Grey Ted. Um, the actual film's from a um, reusable Lomography camera that my daughter bought, and um, 
she shot it the other week so I've got no idea what the results will be like but we'll wait and see when um, I develop it and see yeah getting back to the um, ghost signs so yeah Mixon were doing a, a thing where you could get two sort of proof copies done for um, just the cost of uh, postage so which was like £1.80 so I sent away and had them done and got them back the other day that's the let's see that's the cover of it um, so I'm still working on it but I just wanted to get a rough idea what what it might look like and um, yeah some of the couple of the images that are, that's one see that because I wanted to see what the colors look like as well um, when they were converted from RGB to CMYK and to be an to be honest, they look a little bit flatter than what they do when I print them out here. Um, thing. So, like I say, I'm still working on it. Um, still trying to get some images for it. But, yeah, if we go into lockdown here, I might. it might be that I'll end up spending a bit more time working on that and uh, see how that goes. What else is there to say about? Not really much else. It's, at the moment, it's just... Work, home, work, home. Um, obviously, I know. Well, Ted's in the UK, so I know he's on not lock on lockdown. Are you on lockdown, Matt? Oh, okay. I've not heard of Mag Mag Cloud. I might give them a look. Have I frozen? What's happened? Yeah, seems to have frozen there. Yeah, I've not heard of Mag Cloud. Um, so I'll, I'll give them a look. I mean. Not yet. Oh, okay, Matt, yeah, so you're still pottering about. I mean, we're being told now that we could have it under control in um, 12 weeks. I'm not sure whether that's optimistic or not. Uh, it just seems that you know, in this day and age that we're in a situation like this. Oh, okay, you're, you're discouraged from going out. Yeah, well, I'm not, well, I'm, other than going to work at present, I, I'm not. I'm not doing anything two weeks behind, yeah, and they're saying we're roughly five to six weeks behind Italy, so we still we still haven't hit what I guess would be the peak um, period of it yet, which, yeah, fingers crossed that we don't. Yeah, my wife's a key worker as well, she works in a nursery, so, um, thing, but they, they're closed now until after Easter, but then they will be opening up again to take on um, kids that are key workers from, you know, in and around the area here so that uh, parents can still go to work. My daughter's um, university closed last week, but that was closed actually for Easter, but she doesn't know when she'll be going back. Um, there's talk of September, possibly. And my other daughter's um, company, basically, he shut down all his restaurants last week and laid everyone off. So, yeah, it's a sad old do, but we uh, try and make the best of it. I got, I got um, obviously, negative positives. I got a sticker from Mike and a pin badge. So, might stick that on my scanner. 
or might not. But yeah, that's it. So yeah, it's it's a bit of a, a rum do really. You know, it's it's a lovely. It's cold here in London today, but it's nice and sunny. Well, I won't say cold. It's it's chilly. Um, but it'd be a nice day to actually go out and photograph. So, but we're not doing that. Just going to do a bit of shopping later on. Um, what is it now? It's nearly nine o'clock here. So, yeah, I'll go out in about half an hour, get a bit of shopping done, see what we can get. And, uh, yeah, that'll be it for the day. And then sort of just lock ourselves in for the rest of the weekend and see what happens. Okay, guys, I'm going to leave it there. It's This is really just was a tester to see how things go. Um, I know uh, Ben from Hipshoot Films done um, a development developing video a few days ago so I might do that when I develop my black and whites um, nice to see people joining yeah thanks good luck with the shopping yeah um, yeah it'll be interesting just hoping I'm getting no fisticuffs fisticuffs I thought I'd do um, a little live video of some of the photography books and zines and stuff that I've collected over the last few years um, just to sort of cheer everyone up give them something to do if they're stuck indoors so um, I've got a selection here so I'm going to start with the first book uh, oh your sound isn't working yeah, I had this problem the other day don't know what getting anything now Alex Yep, you're getting sound now. Great. Ah, must must have just had my volume just slightly too low. Okay, um, the idea is for this short, well, however long it's going to be, video was to just talk about some of the photographic books and zines I've picked up over the last couple of years or so. Um, yeah, just for anyone that's stuck indoors and bored, maybe this will relieve the boredom a little bit. So, first book. <coughs> Is the classic Robert Frank's The Americans. Uh, this was the first ever um, photography book I really ever bought. Um, recommended by a friend. He said that if you were interested in street photography, then this would be the. Uh... Hi, Sean. Yeah, he said that this would be, um, you know, one of the best books to look at and it's always a go-to kind of book for me that if I need some sort of inspiration or something um, I'd go to this and you know this would give me the extra inf information or inspiration that I want for doing street photography um, the sort of stuff I like to do is is street photography stuff or documentary stuff um, and it's not easy it's not the easiest thing to do um, so being able to pick up and look at books from past masters is you know, is one way of doing it uh, so like I say yeah, the Americans if you haven't got this in your collection you collect photography books this is you definitely need to go out and get this one so that's that one let's throw that down there now one of um 
the newer um, publishers, independent publishers that um, is out there is called Hoxton Mini Press. And they put out books well, maybe once every two months or so. And this is one that came out, mm, not Christmas, just gone Christmas before. And it's called Paradise Street, The Lost Art of Playing Outside. And basically it's just kids playing outside. But it's got some of the you know, well-known street or documentaries. Val, why do you want to be in my video? Just out of interest. <laughs> um, yeah, it just, it's basically just, it's got people like Shirley Baker and uh, Roger Main and people like that. And yeah, it's just kids playing out in the street, which, hi Val. <laughs> it's just, you know, um, sort of my generation so what we did unlike the kids of today although they seem to want to go out and play at the moment which is really weird but you know yeah you can take a look I'm just up well, I'm just doing um, a review of some of the photography books that I've got uh, it's just for all us photographers that are stuck indoors and can't get out and shoot anything but yeah, like I say, the Paradise Street is, it's just, it just shows, well, I mean, it, you could say it's a bygone age, but this is only from sort of like early 70s through to the 80s. But another good book that covers childhood, basically. I seem to collect a lot of books that cover what would have covered my childhood, which is quite strange, really. Um, right, let's move on to something else. Zines. So, Cafe Royal Books. This is a, another independent publisher who does uh, two or three zines every month. They're only small things. This is, this is one of the very first ones I bought. Um... By Ed Templeton, who's a well-known um, American street photographer, painter, skateboarder, um, and this is basically it's just pictures of people eating or licking things. But yeah, again, it's documentary. It's interesting, and these books are only about six quid each. Yeah. You've always got a licky guitar. Um, what else have we got? I also like to collect ones from sort of around London. Oh, no, actually, this is a really weird. This is a really weird one. This one is called "Abandoned Morris Miners of West Ireland" by Martin Parr, and basically that's all it is. It's abandoned Morris Miners. I don't know when he would have taken the images. Chicken roost. I know I know very little about it, the actual book, but I see it pop up, and I just thought, yeah, it's got to be worthwhile picking up. It's a Martin Parr. 
Oh, right, Sean, yeah. Yeah, the Hoxton, Hoxton's a really good little um, independent press or publishers. They do a lot of stuff that's, um, you know, sort of 60s, 70s, 80s. They do do more modern stuff. I've got... Um, which I've got, what have I got here? Where did they go? I've got a Dougie Wallace one. Oh, yeah. Dougie Wallace, on, which is... Shoreditch Wildlife, and these were taken, I think, in the early 2000s, and just before Shoreditch became really, well, as Shoreditch was moving into its sort of well-known and uh, yuppie hipster type thing, but, yeah, they, um, thing, but, yeah, um, like I say, the, the zines are, are, are a big... I mean, this is just a handful of the ones I've got. This is quite an, a good and interesting one. Doubling Punks by Wally Cassidy. Um, yeah, I quite like this. Uh, I think, Sean, you know Wally Cassidy, don't you? I think, and... Yeah, it's just... It's just social documentary stuff, and it, it, it's just interesting. It's the stuff that I'm interested in. It's the stuff I'd like to shoot more of, and um, you know, cover. But oh, frozen. Like I say, they do quite a lot. Inner city kids. You know, so this is sort of my area when I was a kid. And it's surprising how many, you know, nowadays you you wouldn't get, well, I'm not saying you wouldn't get away with photographing kids, but it's, um, you know, these are, these are what we should still be doing today. I know kids don't go out as much, but in 40 years' time, people are going to go, well, where, where was the pictures of all the kids out on the streets? And people go, well, we didn't take pictures of kids because we weren't allowed, you know. And it's, um, well, not allowed, but we were frightened to take pictures. And kids, you know, kids like having their pictures taken. They enjoy it. It's fun. You know I, mean? I mean, no internet, so made your own entertainment. But this is by... Um, Simon Pope is not a photographer that I've actually heard of before, but again, it's good stuff. Uh, who else have we got? I'll go back onto some books. This is a really good book if you're into street photography. The Street Photographer's Manual by David Gibson. Um, remember taking the wheels off. Off the prem, mate. Yeah, oh, I do remember making that go to cart. Yeah, yeah, I do. It's um, yeah, this is quite a good manual. Gives you a, you know the sort of what you should be looking for and how to go about it. Um, I've met David a couple of times. I, I saw him um, a couple of times um, doing talks, but I've also met him a couple of times out on the street. He's he does a lot of um, workshops, so I, I do tend to bump, bump into him a few times. Um, when I'm up in London and whatnot, but again, he covers, you know, 
street photographers like Gildan that gets a bad press. We understand why, but he does the job. Uh, and like I say, this just gives you an idea of what, what to look for. You know how to how to go about building a decent street photograph or a street photograph. Um, yeah, Elliot Irwitt, another one. Thing, but yeah. So what else have I got? I have got. Where, where did I put it? Uh, I can't find it at the moment. I have got. Let me see. That there is. This is another one that I just picked up. I just picked this up recently, which is uh, Brick Lane. Once upon a time in Brick Lane, and again, it's just you know social documentary of well Brick Lane. That well, if anyone knows Brick Lane nowadays, it's not like this anymore. Um, completely changed, you know, very hipstery and you know. Five pound coffees and stuff like that, but back there, back when this these pictures were taken, I mean they're not that far back. We're talking nineteen eighty eight. You know we're not we're not that far. It's not that far or that long ago. But you can see how run down the place actually was. So that's another one from Hoxton Mini Press. Still working my way through this. This is the history of street photography. It's called Bystander, and it's by um, Colin Westerbrook and Joel Meyerwitz. And this covers street photography right back uh, late eighteen hundreds up to the modern day. And like I say, it's a weighty old tomb, tome, um, and it covers well. Everyone and everything, uh, you know, all the kind of stuff to Dorothea Lang, um, Joel himself. Uh, I mean, that's one of Joel's most famous ones. Where uh, the scene in Paris, where it looks like the workman's club hammered the uh, pedestrian. No one still knows exactly what happened. Uh, what else have we got in here? Oh, so many. And like I say, I'm still working my way through this. And I've had this probably about 18 months. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, books. Definitely worth having. Um, and like I say, these little zines as well. They are definitely these are these are definitely worth picking up. Butlin's holiday camp. We've all been to one of them. And just uh yeah. I think these they still exist but not like this anymore, you know. It's I don't know. I just I I, I just like this <clears throat> I don't want to call it old age stuff because it was the stuff that um, 
you know, I was growing up up with. I'm just trying to find, I did have one, I did pick one out earlier on, which kind of made me laugh. Just trying to see where I can find it again. Sorry about this. <laughs> oh, there's another one from Manchester and Salford. Shirley Barker. Um, she was a documentary photographer back uh, like late 50s, 60s, 70s. A uh, little kid out there with a pushchair and her dad's shoes on. <laughs> sort of the old, I mean, these are still, probably these were still probably old bomb sites, which as we were, when we were kids, we played on them as well. Um, because there weren't much else to, to do. But it's just... Kids with their horses. Funny in Manchester. Yeah, I'm just trying to find... Uh, where's this other book gone? It's probably one of these. Hold on, hold on. Ah, yeah, there it is. Right, so I've got a feeling... I've got a feeling this was possibly shot at Greenwich. But what I like is there's a photograph being taken of the kid with his little snapshot camera. And I guess the father with his SLR. Um, you know, probably the couple of weeks' wages went into that when this was taken. I, I'm assuming this is. Sometime around the seventies, and yeah, again, it, it just gives you a a look back to you know. This looks to be this is like Blackheath. It looks to me, it looks like a Blackheath. Um, Val, you'll know that. And I guess again around seventies, eighties time. Well, this is no, this is actually eighty two. This book, so. It's uh, there's a good chance that us as kids or teenagers were actually knocking about when this was going on, you know, when these pictures were being taken. And like I say, the, the yeah, Battersea Power, Battersea Power Station on the back while it when it was still actually working, pumping out pollution. But um, yeah, this is the sort of thing that. Especially as um, today or these next few months, that if people can get out, have I crashed? And I'm back again. That if people are, you know, able to get out and um, photograph, then they really should get out and document this that's going on now because this is pretty much a, a, a pretty big momentous time in uh, in our history and in. 30, 40 years time, you know, someone will be looking at one of these, possibly, with, uh, you know, the coronavirus printed on it. I've just been doing some um, reviews of some of my photography books. I just thought I'd do something because we're all going stir crazy here. And, uh, yeah. No one's happy. <laughs> yeah, so like I say, it, it, this, you know, it, it, 
don't put others at risk but if you can get out and shoot some of the stuff that's going going on um, over the next few months it's definitely worthwhile I went out done a bit of shopping this morning and got about three or four pictures and some of the um, some of the people with their masks on the different types of masks they're actually using it's quite funny and interesting but yeah it's something that needs to be um, documented over the next whatever long it is next year that this is going to take us down well, I hope you enjoyed looking at them uh, those books and pictures uh, like I say they give you inspiration for stuff and uh, they're always worthwhile picking up I mean I have got um, zines from other people, you know, sort of friends and uh, that I've uh, made up, you know, through groups and stuff. This is one, um, Dublin Through a Holger by Jim Leonard, which I think, well, which I know, Sean, you know Jim as well. Um, so, yeah, I picked up a few of these as well. And it's, people are out there documentary documenting um, what is going on, which is good. Yeah, love to you as well, Sean. Hope you're staying safe, mate. And, uh, yeah, if you can, you know, especially in the big cities, get out there and document as much as you can of, of what's going on with this virus. And hopefully it'll be a warning to people. And... You know, stay safe, stay home. Right, thanks everyone for popping in and looking at what I had to say or show. And uh, I'll probably do another one of these in another few days. Again, thanks a lot and stay safe. See you all soon. Bye for now.